Hello, welcome to the Life in Bloom podcast. My name is Sarah, I'm your host, and welcome to the first full episode. Actually, that's like the third or fourth time I've said that, so we'll see if this is the one you get to listen to or not. (laughs) I uh, recorded the full first episode, and then I thought, you know what, that was so serious, and I don't know that I want to start out that serious. So now we're just spitballing, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know why I feel compelled to tell you it is a gloriously sunny day here in Wisconsin. Haven't seen the sun in months, it feels like. It's been a very cloudy winter, or spring. I guess technically it's spring. (laughs) It's hard to tell. They blur together here, okay? So I just thought I would start out by telling you some things that made me laugh this week. Um... Well, I suppose there's only one thing that comes to mind immediately, and that is that a couple days ago, I was going to work, and my coworker, I was going to say a friend of mine, she's also a friend, but she is a coworker, she gave me this 24-ounce water bottle that has a screw-on lid with a straw. It's purple and covered in sparkles (laughs) and glitter, and... um. She gave it to me because she bought it for somebody else. I, mean, I don't know. There's like a whole story behind why she she ended up not giving it to the person and then she couldn't return it and she didn't want it because she only wears black, white, and tan. And so I, I think I don't even own any black, white, or tan. I own all the colors. So <laughs> she was like, let me give this to Sarah. And I gladly accepted it. So I used it for the first time the other day and I filled it all the way up with really cold water. And went to work. And as I'm walking out to my car, well, actually, as I'm getting into my car, I, like, hand the cup from my left hand to my right hand to put it in the cup holder, as one does, right? And I'm holding it from the top. And I just have this, like, split-second thought of, what if the lid popped off? Which is a stupid thought to have because it's a metal cup with a screw-on lid. Like, that cup is not, it's not like a fast food cup where the lid's just gonna pop off right except the moment I finished that (laughs) the lid popped off and this 24 ounce bottle of water fell right into my lap and I instantly grab it of course and I look and there's only like maybe an inch or two inches spilled right like not a lot of water has spilled out of this thing it's still a mostly full cup however I am completely soaking wet and not, it's on my shirt. It's my thighs are soaked. I'm wearing jeans, right? And my thighs are soaked and the water has directly fallen right down, you know, into the area that you don't want water going into. And uh, (laughs) I was like, panicked a little bit because I only own one pair of jeans, okay? I only own one pair of jeans. So there's no clothes for me to go change into because all my other pants are leggings and I can't wear leggings to work. So these, I have these jeans because of work, right? Okay, that's why I only have one pair of jeans so I can wear them to work. Well, (laughs) 
I now have a reason to buy two pairs of jeans <laughs> because apparently accidents happen. Um, and I want to not have to work a full day in wet jeans, which is definitely what happened. And now I totally understand why on the Great British Bake Off, nobody likes a soggy bottom. Okay, like it is just not enjoyable. Nobody likes it. No, you do not want a soggy bottom, especially in jeans working, you know, for your day going to work and having to wear these pants. It's it's not a fun time. <laughs> it's a little fun because you get to tell all your coworkers the story and then you get to tell people the story. But actually, like having to endure it to be able to tell the story, that part's not very fun. And um, yeah. It, my jeans were wet all day. Like I came home from work and they were still wet because there's no airing out certain areas of jeans. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, so that, <laughs> so I've continued to I have continued to use that cup. However, now I'm a little more um, careful, shall we say, with how I use it. So. <laughs> I just make sure that lid is really screwed on there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure the threads are all like lined up. The lid's not like kakame. Is that a word? Is that how you say that word? It's not like, you know, crazy half on or something. It's actually like threaded on correctly, twisted tight because yes, yes, nobody likes a soggy bottom. Okay. All right. So let's get to the reading, shall we? <laughs> Oh, how was that for an intro? All right. I'm going to read something that makes me happy today. Um, it's a piece that I wrote. Um, it's called Little Red Truck. And it's about the truck that we had when I was a kid that our family utilized and drove. And I have two younger brothers, Luke and John, who are mentioned in this story. Um, so that's the order. It's me, then Luke, then John. And... One thing I didn't put in this story that I think is really funny is that this truck came with, um, oh, what is, I'm not going to know what they're called, but um, where your feet go, it came with like, th those aren't called mud flaps. I, there's nobody here to help me. I'm by myself. So you're probably yelling the name of the word of what those things are, but those things that go where your feet go in the front of the car, like, um like floor protectors or something. Anyways, this truck came with rubber mats that went down there and they had a picture of a beaver on it. And this beaver had his big old beaver teeth hanging out. Can you tell I like put my lip up to give myself beaver teeth to tell this part of the story? And uh, <laughs> and he is, the beaver is like rubbing his back on a log of wood. And there's... It emblazoned across these mats are the words, if it feels good, do it. And this was hilarious to my brothers and I. We didn't know. We were like very innocent as children, fairly protected. Uh, my dad was a Pentecostal pastor of a church. Uh, we grew up very much in a bubble of church okay and so we went to public schools but our friends weren't at public school our friends were all in the church anyways so to us this was like the funniest thing we had ever seen in our lives because 
I don't know, just the beaver rubbing his back on the tree. If it feels good, do it. It was just hilarious. Like there was no, it felt slightly naughty, but none of us knew why. And it was just really great. So anyway, that's a little tidbit that I did not write about in this expert, ex, not expert, excerpt on uh, the little red truck. So that's just a fun um, image. <laughs> All right. It's even funner when you realize that this truck was my grandmother's and she was the one who bought and put those in the truck. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Little red truck. <clears throat> when my dad's mom died, we inherited her little red Ford truck. There were five of us in my family, mom, dad, me, and my two brothers, but nobody batted an eye about how we'd all fit. I'm not sure what happened to the car we had before the truck, but once we had the truck, it was our only vehicle. Dad would drive, Mom in the passenger seat, me and Luke squished in the middle, and John on Mom's lap. Luke and I would share the middle seat belt, and my knees would get knocked and bruised from the gear shift. My dad taught me how... Oh, I skipped a line. Okay. My knees got to be so in the way of the gear shift that Dad taught me how to use it. He'd put my hand flat on top of that smooth shifter, and then he'd place his hand on top of mine. Tell me when you feel the gear needs to change, he'd say. I'd focus on the vibrations of that shifter so hard, terrified I'd ruin the truck somehow. If I missed it, his hand over mine would switch the gear. But after a while, I could do it all on my own, and he would just have to focus on the steering, gas, brake, and clutch, and I would be the one switching the gears. Eventually, my brothers and I got too big to sit in the cab with them, so we graduated to the bed of the truck. Driving in the bed of a truck in Wisconsin winters can get rough, but we had a cap Dad would put on the block on to block out the snow and wind, and really, it wasn't that bad. Typically, my brothers and I would sit huddled together on the corrugated ice-cold metal of the bed of the truck, our backs propped up against the back of Mom and Dad's seats up front, unless we were coming home from the grocery store, then we put the groceries up against the front of the truck, and we'd sit with our legs stretched out and feet touching, our bodies leaned up against the wheel wells so the groceries couldn't go flying around the back of the truck. We'd sing our hearts out as we drove around town, frosting up the windows of the cap with our hot breath. Growing up as Pentecostal preacher's kids, we didn't know any popular songs, but we sure knew our praise and worship songs. <clears throat> My baby brother John's favorite was Alive, alive, alive forevermore My Jesus is alive, alive forevermore Alive, alive, alive forevermore My Jesus is alive Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah Well, you get the idea. We would belt out that song over and over and over until mom or dad would knock on the window and say, That's enough. Then we'd switch over to, Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. <laughs> Why we had to hold out the R on power, I don't know. Uh, we also would have contests to see who could sing the tongue twister camp song, Grin Again Gang, the fastest. Grin Again Gang, get gung-ho about Jesus. Woo! Smile, sweetly, sisters, you send Satan sadly away. Hey, hey! Buck up, brother Bill, because a bunch of bitter boys became a bunch of better boys behind a big, big smile. Grin again, gang, get gung-ho about Jesus. Woo! 
<laughs> we would sing it faster and faster until we either were laid out on the truck bed laughing so hard we couldn't sing anymore, or until we'd break out into fights over who missed what word. <clears throat> A seasonal favorite that often lasted much longer than the season it belonged in was Jingle Bells. We'd heartily sing the chorus, then get lost in the verse until it trailed out, and we'd sit all thinking about what the words are, randomly singing out one note here and there until someone just started it over again with the chorus. The summers were the best, though, because that's when the cap of the truck came off and we'd ride around the wind. Ooh, we'd ride around with the wind whipping through our hair, our voices no longer constrained. We'd work on our vocal projection as we sang over the wind. In a way that only kids can be, it never occurred to us that we might be annoying to every car around us. <laughs> Sorry, that just cracks me up. Like, imagine just seeing a truck, like a little truck, with three little kids in the back, just screaming their guts out, singing praise and worship Christian songs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Many cars didn't have air conditioning and everyone's windows were down, but we were oblivious to that fact as we zoomed through intersections, sing screaming at the top of our lungs. We'd ride out to Silver Lake for the day, baking in the back of that hot metal truck bed. Those days, it would feel like the skin on our thighs was going to smear right off onto that corrugated metal. It felt more like a radiator than a seat as we slid down to hop out and run to the cool water of the lake. We'd ride in the back down to Great America to spend a Saturday whipping around on roller coasters, trying to make our own cool breeze on a hot, muggy day. My grandma Phyllis is calling me. Oh, I'm going to have to call her back. Well, isn't this a fun part of podcasting? You just never know what's going to happen. You'll hear about Grandma Phyllis later. Um, okay, where was I? <laughs> <clears throat> I am, uh, wow, okay, Grandma Phyllis. Sometimes, where am I? We'd ride in the back down to Great America to spend a Saturday whipping around on roller coasters, trying to make our own cool breeze on a hot, muggy day. Sometimes we'd get caught in the rain, water not only coming down on us, but bouncing up off the floor of the truck. We'd sit in that truck in the middle of 4th of July traffic after the fireworks and sleepily watch all the people walking by with kids in wagons as cops lit flares in the road to help direct what felt like the entire town who'd showed up for the show. We'd come back from family vacations up north in the back of that truck, sleeping bags laid out so we could lay on the hard metal and pretend vacation was extended longer than it was. At some point... Old couch cushions had got added to the truck bed, and we'd all slide around on those cushions with every turn and acceleration. As an adult, I wonder if my parents ever felt bad about us having to sit in the back of that truck all those years. But as a kid, we were lucky enough to be the family who had a truck. Another memory, I, I don't know why I just thought of this. <clears throat> I haven't thought about this in years. But with that truck, I would have to sit in the back of that truck in... Uh, my full Sunday dress, pantyhose, little dress shoes, and, you know, there I am in the back of a truck <laughs> going to church. My mom had, like, curled my hair up in curlers, and, you know, here we are off to church in the back of this truck. And uh, I just particularly remember this one winter, I was hopping out of the truck bed, 
And what I didn't know was right where I was going to land was a little patch of ice. And I slipped. And I sort of went like, I slid sort of like under the truck somehow. But my shin, (laughs) my shin got completely scraped open. Like for like I don't know three or four inches wide just scraped open my pantyhose just like scraped right in there I'm just like bleeding and I don't know if you've ever had to peel pantyhose off of like like if you've ever had like a scab form around pantyhose (laughs) but it's not a fun time um but the truck was a fun time anyways thank you for listening and I hope this wasn't too scattered for you but if it was I don't know what to tell you because there's plenty more to come. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Maybe it'll be the one that I recorded earlier that's a little more serious or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, have a great week and thank you for listening to the Life in Bloom podcast.